Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. And this is BD Elite. BD Elite, yes, this is our AEW Dynamite show. Thursday lunchtime, 1pm, live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash up next. Yes. And we're going to shed the NXT skin and put on some dynamite, right? Put on some dynamite. I don't know, yeah, I'm trying something here. Well, we'll be talking about some exploding dynamite, maybe oh, yeah. a little bit later oh, on. Yeah. Talking about tonight's show, or last night's show, rather. Yes, we talked about NXT, we did a show up next, that's available on this very feed. If you're listening to this, you obviously listen to that show. And uh, welcome to our takes on AEW, because yeah, we like... Uh, we like that cool show, that cool hip show, that cool <laughs> hip wrestling show called AEW. Uh, and we enjoy talking about it. So we welcome all the new BD Elite listeners. I've I've seen uh, some some positive feedback for the show and I'm happy and I appreciate it. So uh, at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, though, still we will post all this stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, right off the bat, last night we, we kind of went off the air. We, we record uh, Up Next right after NXT and like kind of towards the end of our show, we were seeing reports about Kyle O'Reilly mm. and we, we weren't too sure. And we said like, Hey, take it for what it is considering we're, we're just recording right after. But uh, apparently he, it was, it was not this. He's just really good at his job. He's Appar- really good at wrestling. Yeah, and selling. yeah. People yeah. were saying that like there was reports of a seizure, which I still was, I, I was a bit skeptical because it did. If that's the case, it would have maybe been a bit more of a serious thing reported and such. But 
I'm I'm happy that it's it's not, and it's oh, all just sure. this this angle or something. Yeah, he was selling the effects of the the brain buster, I guess, on yeah. the on the steps, and I think some fans in attendance, yeah, kind of believed his selling, I guess, and were a bit concerned and posted stuff. And wow. you know what the internet is like; it goes out there, yeah. and uh, it's it's weird when we're recording because we're like your. We're your NXT friends, so it's it's one of those things where um, you kind of you don't want to not talk about it, but also it's it's tricky because nothing's verified. And uh, yeah, well, I think we said yesterday we don't know what's going on, but yeah. uh, he's good, he's fine. Yeah, it's so, all part of an angle. So we're happy with that. Kyle O'Reilly is still cool. Oh yeah, still cool, Kyle. He'll always be cool. Um, and yeah, we can now guilt-free get on with this feud, right? Yeah. Which I think we're all hungry for. Yeah, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly need to have some sort of big blow-off match here in NXT. That's the next big money match. Uh, the the past like little generation of NXT, if you will, the Gargano-Champa feud with the fir- final blow-off between... Or, or so many different blow-offs mm. between them, but that's what we need now with this Kyle thing. And Finn is still inserted. You could do multi-man matches, but where does it leave Roddy? There's so many things. Yeah, I think you put off the Cole match, Cole Kyle match for a while. Uh, I can see Kyle like just Cole dodging him all the time. Cole, his first priority is Finn Balor. I think. Yeah, he doesn't even care about Kyle. That's how sad. He's so it's mean. Real sad. Oh yeah. man, it's heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. So go listen to our thoughts on NXT. I thought it was a pretty solid show, especially coming off of uh, Vengeance Day. But um, we're talking about this other show here, and that is AEW Dynamite. Uh, before we go into it, how are you doing? It's BDE, lunchtime with the BDE right now. Yeah. Sorry, brunch with the BDE. Brunch with the BDE. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Uh, got a walk-in, got my coffee. Apparently, it's going to snow for forever. Yeah. Um, Hope all the like people... From 3 p.m. So, we're pretty much, once we wrap up this show, yeah. uh, it's going to be snowing until tomorrow night, which sounds gross. Snow day. Yeah, every day is a snow day. <laughs> every day is a snow day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope everyone, uh, anyone affected by the the snow and and the cold and stuff right now are all right because it affected the show even that we're about to watch some talent weren't yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because of travel and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I went outside. There's a lot of snow outside. Mm-hmm. I went and got a coffee as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm all excited. You feeling good? You feeling alive? Yeah. Raring to go? I'm all excited. We we decided to put on some. Uh, uh, what did we watch last night? Did we just watch AEW? We watched AEW, and did we watch some... Death oh, matches? I, I showed you some steps, didn't I, in yeah, SF7. Yeah, that was great. You really loved... Yeah, you, now do you know how I feel when I'm enduring your music all the time. Not saying I even like steps, but yeah, that that's how it feels when I, I hear the music you put on, just at random points of the day. It's I like li- I'm I like playing music. steps at three in the morning. I like I like listening to music all yeah, the time. Yeah, there's something called headphones. They're great. Yeah, it's not the same. It means same. other people don't hear what you're listening to. It's like you don't have to endure listening to some shit hip hop. It's like well, I don't always just listen to hip hop, but it's like sometimes headphones are like restricting, and you your my AirPods aren't charged or stuff. Yeah. So I, I've just got to <laughs> suffer through it. Is that it? <laughs> we need thicker walls at the next place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, missing talent here on on AEW Dynamite didn't really like I'd say majorly affect the show, uh, considering like who, all the main guys were there. Yeah, m- most of the uh, most of the people were there. Who uh, Tully Blanchard wasn't there, and yeah. who else didn't make it? Uh, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. 
It seemed like there was... Oh, yeah. People. Will Hobbs as well wasn't there. But uh, majority of like the advertised talent were there. So, so it was fine. I didn't really notice much of people missing. Yeah. Uh, and so they had this pay-per-view in a few weeks. And um, we know that Sting's going to be in a match. And I'm super excited to talk about what happens with Sting here tonight. But first, we start off AEW Dynamite with from February 17th, 2021. And it's Matt Hardy and Hangman Page as a tag team here. We saw last week with them with the, the contract signing and Hangman switched the contracts. We don't know what the contract was that he signed with Matt to sign. But they're going to be a tag team here tonight against TH2, who don't even you don't even get to see their entrance. The best part about TH2, yeah, that was a shame. Like they come, they didn't even get to come out no, dancing. No, I know it's a shame. Uh, so we have Hangman Page, who's wrecking shit early on. He hits a standing star splash there for a near fall. Matt Hardy's in and hits Splash Mountain for a, a close near fall as well. Uh, TH2 come back with like this back suplex double stomp off the top combo on Matt, uh, who comes back with a side effect. There's then Paige who's tags back in. They got some chemistry, him and, and Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, tag team specialist. There's Paige with the fallaway slam, kip up into the Pescada, like cross body to the outside. There's a brain buster. There's then a pop-up power bomb onto Angelico. And then he catches Jack in the air with a power bomb onto Angelico and his neck like just it looked snaps. nasty really yeah. nasty Ouch. Here. um they then send um hangman out of the ring and they hit this like neckbreaker backbreaker combo then a spinning complete shot type thing and and jack evans goes for the phoenix splash but this was more of a pigeon splash this wasn't this 450 yeah so like you, you the just miss the, the, the phoenix is like where you flip in the air to do the 450 right and he goes for that but i don't it, i don't know what he hit. i don't he know he didn't hit either of those he moves. didn't do anything <laughs> yeah. yeah there was no phoenix rising from the ashes here uh they kind of play off that he didn't really hit it and then matt hardy ends up hitting a twist of fate which looked great and matt hardy gets the win here so hangman and hardy win this match I didn't think a whole lot of this. Um, I really like Hangman's hot tag. I think he's got one of the best. Yeah. Just uh, it's it's different from your typical kind of high flying hot tag because he's he's powerful as well. So it just runs through everyone. I always think that's so entertaining. Uh, TH2 are definitely off today. There were a couple of like tag team moves they do where like one of them was in the wrong position and was kind of running around a little bit to kind of reposition themselves. Just, they looked a little awkward at times and uh, a few of the kind of um, more flashy moves, like your, um, you know, the pop-up 450 they do where Angelico flips Jack Evans, that was kind of missed as well. Um, that Phoenix splash at the top. Um, thought they were slightly off, but I did enjoy Hangman in this match. Yeah, Hangman's always like the star, and it's built that way too yeah. to kind of make him. But it just kind of felt like it was a little, a, a bit of a mess, kind of. <laughs> a, little, a little sloppy here and there, yeah. Uh, after the match, though, Hardy goes, Hey, Hangman, we're great together. And I, I thought I'd let you know that after last week, I took those papers right to the lawyer right away, and I own 30% of your earnings. And uh, Hangman says, You know, a gentleman once told me, always keep an extra set of papers in your pocket. Mm. Facts, bars, which is always true. Always an extra lighter, too. He 
switch them. And he says he has the best legal team ever, the Jags legal team. And out comes Jackson DeVille, or DeVille, the the mascot for the Jags here. And he's got Valentine's balloons and all this stuff. And apparently Matt Hardy signed a contract to not uh, a 30% of owning Hangman, but to a match with Hangman. And in that match, if Hardy loses uh, 100% of his earnings... Like of some quarter of twenty twenty one, first quarter of the year, yeah, will go to Hangman, mm. and Matt had signed this contract, so Matt is like, "Oh my goodness, like you got me, you fooled me, you got me." Okay, well, how about you, you be a man, and I'll accept this match because I signed it, but you put up your hundred percent too, and Hangman, which I'm sure is mm, probably worth more than Matt Hardy. I think so. I don't know, Matt Hardy. Big get. They pulled him from WWE, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't mean, like, for us. Yeah. But if they got him away from WWE, I'm yeah. sure Matt Hardy's on a good contract. For sure. So, he's like, come on, be a man, accept this. And Hangman's like, yeah, you know what? It's a gentleman. He's like, all right, gentleman agreement. Like, you agree. You, you've said it. You agree. And you, <laughs> while Hangman, like, is like, all right, fine. The Jag, the mascot, attacks Hangman. It's all a setup. Matt Hardy knew about this switch up and had this whole plot schemed here to get Hangman to agree to put his on the line. So it's the big money match. They beat up Hangman here. And if I beat you, I get your earnings. And it was it was all a setup. He calls him a carny. Calls Hangman a carny. Because he's like, you tricked me and conned me. Yeah, he's like, you can't out carny the carny. You can't out carny me. But... In in this, so it's sorry. The 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 jaguar here is revealed as one of the guys. Isaiah Casti. Yeah. So there's another. I think the other guy. Might and be. then you've got Matt Hardy yells out like, "I put a bounty on Hangman for was it three hundred thousand dollars or something like that?" Yeah. So TH two are like, "All right." So they're beating down on Hangman. And for the save is the Dark Order. They come down, even negative one, leading the charge. Yeah, he's sending them down. <laughs> go, go, go. They come down for the save here. And there's a great standoff between uh, like the guys here with, I think, Alex Reynolds who's, and John Silver's there. It's, uh looked looked great. I love this. Uh, yeah, what a bounty. The bounty was 3,700, 30, not 300,000. 300,000. Still, I'll take it. <laughs> 3,700. Uh, they didn't get that bounty because they didn't get Hangman. Mm. So they didn't get that money. Uh, so Hangman versus Hardy. Big money match at Revolution. And the loser loses their earnings from the first quarter. I, I can't say this is the most exciting match for Hangman Page. But I have kind of been enjoying the story. I hope they do, whoever loses this match, they do more with it than they did with um, Chucky T being the butler, which we didn't really see any vignettes of that or anything. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see whoever loses this financially struggle. You know, you you see them turning up to Dynamite and they've had to, like, hitchhike or carpool to get there because they can't afford gas right now. That kind of thing, because they've lost their earnings (laughs) the first half of the year. Um, stacking up on catering because it's the only food they can get, like taking stuff home with them. Wow. That kind of stuff. Remember when Shawn Michaels like worked at like a restaurant and Triple H had, did you, I don't know no. if you were watching. Oh my God. There were so many vignettes of like Shawn Michaels like. Well, he's down on his <laughs> he, luck. Yeah, he's, he's retired from wrestling. So he's like working at it as a cook somewhere. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> they're they're going to have to moonlight, have a second job to support themselves. Absolutely. That's what I want to see come out of this. Um, I think it's a way, also a lesson. I feel the inner circle are the only people 
Uh, say what you will about Chris Jericho in 2021, but he seems to always rewatch the product after Dynamite. Because this seemed to be news to Matt Hardy that these contracts were s- switched. No, so he he was lying. That's, oh, that's okay. What I mean. he, he 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 lied. He's he's pretending he didn't know, but he right. clearly he looked and was like, "Oh shit!" So then play, made this plan, yeah, okay, to get Hangman. So it was a swerve, bro. I felt he just figured it out and thought on the flight. Oh no, because no. Isaiah was there, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It was okay. all part of. His, all right, I'll let him off. He his watches plan. Dynamite. Yeah, but still, that that should be a lesson to everyone. Yeah. Watch Dynamite. It's not over once your match is over. You need to you need to go back, you need to watch the show, work out who's trying to stab you in the back, and do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I agree. I can't say this is like a I know it's called the big money match, but it's literally not for me. It feels like you could just do this on a dynamite and I'd be equally as excited. Uh but I mean this hangman character needs like this rebuild up to finally mm. have some sort of an end game there with Kenny, so he needs to be kind of doing this he, stuff for now. His story is that he's kind of like trying to refine himself in the low card yeah. and the mid card, you know. So, so it, I guess it kind of makes sense to have a match on a Matt Hardy level rather than just going, "Oh, it's going to be John Moxley versus Page," which is huge. Like, right. it makes sense. He's got to work his way up the ranks again. Yeah, uh, and and I could actually see this going either way. I could see you add to kind of the. Hangman sort story. Of depression of Hangman by having him lose here. Yeah, and then maybe he does eventually join the Dark Order, and then he's like the captain of the Dark Order for a while there, and they can, yeah. that gives them a push. And yeah, I, I love to see Dark Order coming out to save him, even though he he great. left them. Yeah. They're like, no, we we still care about you, and we don't want to see you hurt. I love it. They're, they're very wholesome. The Dark yeah. Order. Yeah, I know right? they are. It's, it's so wholesome. It gets you in your feels. Yeah. I, I I didn't really care for the match here, but them coming for the save definitely made me like go oh. So yeah, it's it's like a relationship. Yeah. It's like first he 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 you know he plays with them a little, and then he goes you know sorry it's just not for me, and then is caught seeing Matt Hardy, and they're like yo what the fuck, and that's that awkward like oh sorry, Matt Hardy's now screwed him over. And he, they come back for the save. They're like that that hail mary at the end of the he's night. He's the yeah. He's the the Matt Hardy. I feel in this story is maybe the girl you don't take home to your parents. Right. And Hangman had that flirtation. Yeah. And then there's the sweet girl next door who is still still waiting for him. Yeah. And that's the dark order. That's exactly what I mean. It's uh, I I understood the storyline. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it reached to me. It felt I got hit in the feels. Uh, but you know what, Hardy versus Hangman, I'm sure they'll have a, a banger of a match too, even if it's... I, I think both of them are capable of putting out a pretty good match, so uh, I'll be positive on that match, but who's going to lose all their money? <laughs> Ridiculous. We have the Inner Circle backstage. Um, they say that first tonight, Proud and Powerful get their titles. They're going to win the AEW titles from the Young Bucks. They say that this is their first title shot. In 18 months that they've been there, that's fucked. That's crazy. That's crazy. What? I thought for sure they had... TH2 have had a shot, you know? Wild. Like, that's mad to me. Uh, They they say we're going to win the titles on the first try. Uh, MJF says, Sammy Guevara, you left the inner circle. You owe me an apology. Because you say I've been this rat, but I'm not. Jericho says, shut up, MJF. But I need to talk to Sammy here. And then pretty much goes off on Sammy and says, listen closely if you're watching, Sammy. You're dead to me. I never want to hear his name again. Do you hear me? And then they all walk off. So Jericho is done with Jericho's Sammy. mad. Wow. And yeah, a bit of a different side to Jericho. Not not the laughy, jokey Jericho we often see. He's 
he's pissed. He's pissed at MJF, but he's more pissed at Sammy. And there was a line where Jericho goes, you've made a lot of mistakes this week. But yeah. leaving the inner circle was the biggest. So a, a little kind of nod, I feel, towards that impact story. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I like this as well. I know there was the stuff about impact and him maybe not agreeing mm. to do some storylines. I bet you he was going to come close to winning the X Division title, but then wasn't going to happen. So maybe he was like, well, that kind of... Yeah, that's kind of what I kind of think. Like, obviously, no confirmation. The rumor was his story's going to Black Taurus. Yeah. So I recommend maybe seeing what happens with him to kind of figure out what this Sammy storyline might have been. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I think that would be cool if he showed up in Impact and started like winning maybe a title or something, and then he goes, "Look, Chris, I didn't need you in yeah. the inner circle." Yeah. I, I think that makes sense for yeah. the story. Uh, so more on that a little later. We go to like a recap of this women women's eliminator term, tournament. So there's a U.S. side that we've kind of started to see uh, on AEW here. But then they show some clips of last Monday on the Japanese side. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch this. I've not had a chance to watch it yet. So just they, too much. Yeah. But if you do want to find out more about it, Shot in the Dark is available on this feed. Uh, John Ceno. Uh, runs you through the Japanese side of the women's tournament. Yeah, uh, so here they kind of play some clips of it and explain kind of what was going on. And uh, all I know is my girl, Maki Ito, lost first round. So, Yeah, the, the Yuka Sakazaki, Emi Sakura went through, yeah. who are kind of AEW regulars right. pre-pandemic, so that Ayo. kind of made sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aja Khan and, sorry, who was the last... Uh, I, I can't uh, remember. I didn't write it down. Uh, so this side of the tournament is going to continue, and then they kind of match up, and then they will have. Is it is the the fight? The, they fight at the pay per view. The final will be at the pay per view, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So um, I'm looking excited, but we have a match happening right now in this tournament, which is the NWA Women's Champion Serena Deeb non-title match against a returning Riho. Yeah. Her name is Riho, and she's here. Only 98 pounds. JR cannot that's get over crazy. that. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's wild. Uh, so, 11 months since Riho's been on TV. Wow. It's a long time. First yeah. AEW Women's Champion? Yeah. Right? No. Was that Nyla Rose? No, Rio was first. Are you sure? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Rio, then Nyla, right. then Sheeta. Right, that makes sense. Uh, she's back, and she's going up against Deeb. Uh, and there's a, okay. Sorry, the final is on the go home show, and the title match is at the pay per view. Got you. That makes that makes sense too. So is, would that be March third? I think it's the Shack Night. Right. Okay. The Shack Night. Shack Night. <laughs> Do we need to get Papa John's for that night? I think we should order in Papa John's. Papa John's. Icy Hot. I know you don't like Papa John's, we'll but get, let's just get yeah, Papa John's. Fuck, we might have to, and uh, we'll get Icy Hot. We have Shack Fu. We'll on play Genesis. Some Shaq Fu. He's probably released a single, hasn't oh, he? Oh, a bunch. Yeah. Music. We'll he DJs too. Yeah, of course he, he does. He's a DJ set, put it on. He does. <laughs> does he do it as half assed as he does we'll the wrestling it. build? <laughs> we'll watch Shazam. Should we review Shazam? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, the movie where he's in with the yeah. genie. Yeah, terrible. Not Sinbad, it's Shaq. Uh, so, Rio, sorry, Riho versus Deeb here tonight. 
uh, great back and forth early on where they're both being super fast and technical. And there's car bo- cartwheel into a crossbody from Riho. Uh, there's then Debu who gets her in a guillotine to the ropes and then like a hangman style neck breaker, one of her favorite moves to do with the ropes assist there. Uh, and then a huge lariat for a near fall. Riho comes back with a dragon suplex for a two. Uh, Serena is like selling her knee, and I think it's legit uh, an actual injury she's dealing with right now. Something going on with her knee. She tweaks it here uh, and then gets like a, a crossbody again from Riho off the top, but rolls through into like some sort of leg lock here. Uh, there's then Serena Deeb just hits Riho with this sweet looking swinging neckbreaker, like the shake, rattle, and roll. This is a move we see a bunch and sometimes looks very unimpressive. Yeah. The snap she got on this looked so good. Yeah, it looked great, but not enough to put Riho down, who comes back with a 619 tiger faint kick and then gets caught into like a power bomb and then a stretch muffler from Deeb here. Riho gets out, hits a northern light suplex, and then a flying stomp like the coup de gras, like Finn Balor, off the top. Warrior's way, if you will, but only a two count. There's then a series of different roll-throughs where they're both countering each other, and it's Riho who eventually gets the best of Deeb with, like... I remember Stone Cold used to do this one where it's like you put the legs over the the person's armpits when they're folded upside down and Riho does this one oh is it the the European clutch that I think Zach so. Sabre Jr. it's similar as well like yeah. legs hooked a bit of a bridge yeah, yeah. kind of like that maybe inverted sort of and Riho pins Deeb here to advance in the Eliminator tournament um, this was my match of the night on both shows I thought this was great um, Riho Riho's such a funny one because she comes out and obviously it's the visual. She's so tiny. 98 pounds, as JR said. And then she starts to wrestle. And I feel... I actually do believe she can beat these people with the way she moves. And I think a pinning combination makes way more sense than her, you know, hitting a power bomb and then pinning. Just because of her size. But being able to trap people and tie the limbs up and stuff, I think works really well. Serena Deeb, she was my pick of Women's Wrestler of the Year in AEW last year. Um, I I don't see her as a character getting particularly much bigger. Like, I don't see her as this huge personality who I necessarily want to see long promos building up to huge, epic feud title matches. But to just go, hey, go out there and do 10, 15 minutes of a great match. She does that every time. And if you're going to have this NWA title stick around... I'd kind of like it to be just the pure wrestling women's championship and the AEW one could be more mm. the sports entertainment title. Right. Um, I, I thought this was really good. Love those uh, counters all throughout the match. Uh, Riho winning makes complete sense because she's just come back. So we do want to see a bit more of her and see how she gets on in this tournament. I see her going to the finals, uh, possibly even winning. But also, after this, we've got a rematch of Riho versus Serena Deeb for the NWA title. So this did so many things for me. I really loved it. Yeah, it was really interesting. I know Riho, you you look at her again, 98 pounds. She's really tiny. And she looks like she's, I mean, she's young. I know she's probably like early 20s, but she looks like different from the last time we've seen her. Again, it's been a long time. Uh, and I think that when you look at her, it's like the looks are deceiving because she she's such a great worker. It mm. looks the selling, the way she takes moves, delivers them, uh, really really good. I think both of these are really both of these two are really good wrestlers. Uh, I would like to see she she deserves a match for that title now, even if she doesn't go yeah. forward. So um, or she wins the whole damn thing, fa- faces uh, Hikaru. 
Sheeta at the pay-per-view and then wins that and then now has a challenge to Deeb, title for title. Maybe. Something Maybe. like that. Uh, I, I like this match as well. We go to our Shaq segment, which is a video of Jade, that Jade lady, and Shaq shooting in the gym. Someone needs to clarify here. Maybe there have been some contract switches again as well, because I'm pretty sure Cody thinks he's going to have a wrestling match. Yeah. And I think Shaq and Jade are preparing for some intergender two-on-two basketball yeah. thing here. They're going to play horse. Uh, someone needs to clue whichever team is wrong up with what they're actually doing on March 3rd here. Jade watched one episode of Raw and it happened to be the... Viking Raiders. And Street Profits. <laughs> Street Profits. So she thinks she's playing basketball against Velvet and Cody. Yeah. Uh, so it's Jade and Shaq shooting in the gym and it's just Shaq making faces at the camera and Jade just shooting some hoops, looking all cool, <laughs> shooting some bebop right after school, whatever the lyric. Uh, this is weird. It's like, okay... Yeah, but we just still don't. We know that you're like mean and you talk a lot of shit to wrestlers, and I think she's pretty good at it. And she has a great look. She looks like like a monster compared to some of the roster. And then it's Shaq, who's huge, who's also Shaq. (laughs) Did I mention he's just he's Shaq? Yeah, I just don't understand. Shaq was not known for for his 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 actual in game (laughs) talent. Come on, no, I'm joking. But like. Yeah, it's just weird. I laughed at this. This this wasn't very good. Again, we say this every week. I I don't know what the story is. Yeah. I don't know what their beef with Cody is. Um, Shaq just... It feels like this is something he's doing in his spare time. He seems so unmotivated about it. Yeah. It's just like, Shaq, we need to do a video. All right, well, I was just going to go to the court. Do you just want to play with me for a bit and shoot something? It, It... it doesn't make any sense to me. His video the other week on the on like the sports chat show, yeah. he just said, "Oh yeah, I've got to plug this thing now." Yeah. Um, I don't get what this match is for. Like, I think WWE what they're doing with Bad Bunny has been so so much better, and I'd say a lot more people. I I know Bad Bunny's popular. Yeah. But I'd say a lot more people know Shaq. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just so unmotivated um, not not digging this at all. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't even care. Why yeah. is it even happening? The only thing I, I really hope after this match, like the fact that they're building up Jade like this, I really hope she's good. Because at least then we've got something coming out of this. Where, that we can... I don't care how... We've seen Shaq in a ring before. I'm not really interested in that at this point. <laughs> Uh, to see how he'll do. But if Jade can surprise me and be like, oh, she's really good. She's got such a striking look and presence that it could be a good thing for the women's division, but this is not working for me right now. It's it's strange because also Shaq is like everyone... Like a few of my friends are like, yo, Shaq's wrestling? What's the deal on that? And I'm like, hey, this is what's going I on. Know. <laughs> I'm like, I think, I don't know. I think maybe he's just having a basketball game. I'm not sure what he's doing here. And it just doesn't make sense. Uh, WWE Bad Bunny comes in and Miz and Morrison like kind of fuck with him. So there, there's a story instantly. Boom. There's a story. What has Cody done to upset yeah, Shaq? Nothing. He said he's the giant killer, and Shaq really got mad at that. I wanted to. Sha- I need Shaq to to cut a promo on this court while he's shooting while Jade's shooting basketballs for no reason because it's not a basketball. It's a it's a wrestling match. 
Shaq should be like, yeah, uh, I've been talking to my friends that I've met through the wrestling business in the past years. So name some of your friends that he's made. I'm sure he know he's cool with some of these wrestlers. Name these things and say, I've been talking to them. I've been picking up like things. And then maybe next week, it's actually them in a ring somewhere, like yeah. showing that they do wrestling so that you go, whoa, what the fuck? Or they're keeping it low key because they're actually been training, which I do not think is the case. I mean, maybe that is it. They're trying to really lower your expectations and then right off the bat Spanish fly from Shaq Shaq hitting the Phoenix Splash 630 (laughs) Jade hitting all sorts of like yeah Northern Lights suplexes and I I think the thing is they this isn't for us this is this is for new people yeah this is to get people to go Shaq is on on the third I imagine they're gonna do this match like top of the hour like beginning of the second hour, maybe. Okay. And the idea is you're going to get maybe sports fans or people interested in Shaq to tune in, watch that, and then maybe see a a killer Young Bucks match and be like, well, that was cool. I want to watch this show every week. So really, unfortunately, this build doesn't really matter because I I think they know that they're not going to have people tuning in for the build every week. They just want to pop that number with Shaq on the third and hopefully get some people to stick around it's lazy it's it is lazy but I'm it looks like that's how they're doing it like Shaq doesn't have much time yeah. he's like cool I'll, I'll do a couple of these real quick there's not much I can do but you got me on March 3rd they're going up against the Dusty Classic tag title matches both, yeah both of them their NXT is announced but uh Shaq on the third not on the pay-per-view maybe it's all a ruse and Shaq wins the match and is added to the ladder match Oh, okay. <laughs> Why not? Do it. That's what's happening at yeah. Revolution. Just watch. Shaq uh, versus Darby Allen. No, I take it back because I don't want it to happen. And you know what happens when I say stupid <laughs> shit? <laughs> it comes true. Take it back. I don't want that happening. Fuck. He's going to do all this crazy shit with uh, Ray Phoenix in a ladder match <laughs> and Cody. Uh, yeah. Also, I believe I said Shazam. I think it's Kazam is the name of the genie movie. In case you were wondering, because I know you were going to go watch oh, it. Oh, you ordered the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. You ordered Shazam. That's right. Uh, so after this, we go to uh, Orange Cassidy in what some would say a dream match <laughs> against Luther. Oh, yeah. Some would say it's a dream match. Not me. But we have Serpentico, who's Luther's mate, does a flying like tope early on to kind of take out. Is it Chucky? I think it was on the outside there. Yeah. Um, and this match ha- happens. Luther hits a power bomb on Orange Cassidy, which looked pretty good, folds him up for a near near fall. Uh, and then he starts to rip off Orange Cassidy's like shirt and uh, Excalibur exclaims, uh, hey, that's one of the best selling shirts like of all time at Pro Wrestling Tees. Luther's? Nah. <laughs> Good one. Um, no, the one that we both have it actually. Scrump sent us one. It's Orange Cassidy's just face on it. The Ryan oh, Gun- yeah, the I like it. The it's white comfy. one. Yeah. We, we got like a nice quality version of it. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Always order the, the pay the extra two pay bucks the, or pay whatever. Pay the extra it is. couple of bucks because it's definitely worth it. Yeah, the PWT stuff. Mm, yeah. Scrump, nice and soft. Scrump always says, order the nice ones. Order the nice ones. Uh, there's, there's Orange Cassidy who comes back with sort of a sunset bomb on the outside where he power bombs Luther there. And then in the ring, it ends with an orange punch. Uh, I, I wasn't really feeling this match. It didn't really make sense why it was happening either. I, I no, I didn't like this. Um, it, it was weird for me because if I'm seeing Orange Cassidy against someone like Luther, 
I just want to see Orange Cassidy piss around, you know? I, th- I think part of the appeal for me for Orange Cassidy is when he's apparently out of his depth, pisses around, and then starts wrestling, right? Th- think that first match against Pac, when he's just doing all the stupid stuff to start with, and then actually turns it on with more of his Lucha-style wrestling, and you go, wow! Unfortunately against Luther, who, let's face it, is right at the bottom of the the, like, rankings in AEW. Not not the official rankings, but he's low card, right? Right, right. You just want to see Orange Cassidy have a bit of fun for a couple of minutes and then win. Um, they kind of went out there and tried to have a proper wrestling match and it, it didn't really do anything for me. I, I like, I'm kind of shitting on Luther, but like he did some cool moves in this match and, and I don't want to just say he's he's terrible because he clearly has been wrestling for a long time and yeah, kind of sure. does still like, got things. But yeah, the interest was for this didn't need to be on the show. You could have just given more time to a different match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and where, is this going to lead to this tag match? I, I could be wrong. I think I may have missed it. Did Chucky get involved... Because I saw someone tweeting about the awful waffle. I think maybe I... Yeah, he hits the awful waffle that to move is, That move is nuts. Yeah. That, move would, that move would never be allowed in WWE. <laughs> but we're doing a PWG show this week where Chuck Taylor is on commentary for a bunch of these matches with Excalibur. Um, we're going to be talking about that famous six-man tag. Oh, yeah. And Chucky e. T with one of my favorite calls in all of wrestling about the Young Bucks kissing them mm. each other. Can't wait to talk about Can't that. Wait. But Chucky e. T and the awful waffle... Uh, I always give it to my guy in the video games. Yeah, because it just—it's just—it's—it's a... it's like the the drill claw. It's just a ridiculous kind of pile driver <laughs> you, where you, you go, you die. <laughs> you back Come suplex, a uh, back suplex lift into uh, turning around while spinning out and then pile driving yeah. a guy. That's it's insane. Yeah, great move. It's also just you look at Chucky e. T and you go, why have you got this move? No disrespect, he I made love it. Chucky e. T, but it's just he just looks so unwrestler like, yeah. and then to hit this. Just devastating pile driver. It always makes me laugh. I love Chucky e. T. You think he's he'd be great. good? You think he'd be good on a night out? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I think we'd be friends with Chucky e. T. We're <laughs> weird. we're all weird. Uh, uh, we go to the the most anticipated thing of the night. I could you could say uh, Team Taz coming out to call out Sting. There's going to be a face to face. Last week, Taz and the boys took out Darby with for a ride in the mm. body bag. Put him in a body bag. They did. Uh, Taz is here with Hook and Cage. That's it. We mentioned some missing talent here. He says, uh, weather stopped them from being at home, but we're here. Sting comes out. Taz says, look, Sting, you stepped into the ring. You got into the ring and you, yeah, you have a bat, but you've officially crossed this line, this border. We've been, we've been respecting you. That's why we haven't like done anything essentially is their cop out reason. (laughs) But you, you stepped into the line, into the ring. We have a match, and well, with that bat, without that bat, you're you're done here. There's nothing to you without that bat in your hand. So Sting throws the bat away, throws takes off his jacket, and he's ready to fight. And he attacks Hook. He attacks Brian Cage, but Cage overpowers him. Sting lifts up. Sorry, Cage grabs Sting. Power bombs him to the mat, laying him out. Who is this man? 62 years old, something like that. Cage power bombs him. The beautiful shot of Sting just laid out here, <laughs> similar to like that TNA meme when he was just crushed one time. Uh, yeah, Cage laying out Sting after how many weeks? Oh, I think 11? 8, 10, 11. Something yeah. like that. After that many weeks, we finally see some 
kind of altercation, an actual physical confrontation between Sting and anybody, and it's Cage power bombing him here, flattening him. Looked great. I screamed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. Good. Like, I mean, I. Like, a lot of people have been saying that Sting's not going to be taking bumps and stuff, and I've been kind of going, well, why, why book the match then? And we've finally seen some physicality. This is just what it needed. Um, it looks like, yeah, Sting's going to be wrestling. I was scared at one point it was going to be the drill claw, which wouldn't be the first bump <laughs> I'd recommend. Um, but you know what? I actually kind of did like Taz's reasoning here because the attacks have always been on Derby and we've been going why like it's just Sting and it it kind of with Taz's promo here goes like look you're old and retired and we respect that we're not beating up an old man you know but now you cross that line so we're fucking beating you up and I kind of like that because it's been a criticism from us for weeks why are they so scared of of Sting. Yeah. And even if it was they were scared of Sting as heels spinning it going, no, no, it was a respect thing. But you lost that respect when you stepped in here with us. Yeah. Um, he does give him, he does give us villain. It makes it make a bit more sense. Yeah. His, what is it? The villain motive. Like For he's sure. Giving you it, need like, to like help agree with the villains at times. Yeah. Like see it from their point of view. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's what Cobra Kai's all about. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this was a thumbs up for me for a Sting segment, and it hasn't been for a while. Look, I'm not saying it needed to be 11 weeks, but I'm just saying, well, we've made it this far, and it's finally happened, and I, I, I definitely got a reaction out of me. I went, oh, oh, okay, yeah. damn, and him getting powerbombed here. I also like Taz mentioning FTW Land, because right. there's so many theme parks down there in Florida. <laughs> oh, right. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so Sting is going to be wrestling. Maybe he'll beat up Taz in this this match Taz's gonna take a bump yeah maybe yeah so the actual wrestlers in the match is Starks and Cage versus Darby and and Sting is that the actual two on Starks two? Cage Darby Sting yeah, yeah that's okay. the match yeah maybe but they... it's a street fight so we'll probably get Hook involved yeah they need um, reinforcements on the other side yeah who's yeah. who else wears face paint Darby's just not very friendly friendly yeah. people he doesn't endear himself no to the he hits people with cars uh, who else does have face paint Luther oh <sighs> Um, no. Are there no. any Thunder Rosa? Thunder Rosa, face painted people in AEW. To oh, I see. I watched Thunder Rosa get in the face of Taz. That would be fiery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mouthing off to each other, or like a tag team to help these guys, like the D- Dark Order. I don't know. I don't know. Someone needs to help Darby and Stink. They yeah. need more friends and Bear Country. That'd be good. Reading. Cody though, Cody was like kind of. Cody's got like eight storylines going on yeah. and a baby. He needs to chill. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely needs to chill. We'll get to him a oh, bit more. <laughs> we go to the family. Eddie Kingston and his boys backstage. He says, "I requested this match tonight, meaning the six man tag." He says, "Ray Phoenix, you're a waste of space. I wanted to be your friend. I I wanted to be with your brother, but you made us." Split. You made us break up as friends, and you're going to pay for that. And Moxley, old friend, you are the demon I need to get rid of the most. I can't get rid of you with drinking pills. Women, I have to beat you. It's the only way, and I will tonight, old friend. So Kingston, Butcher and the Blade versus Mox, Ray Phoenix, and Archer is the main event tonight. Mm. JR says, hey, let's go to the WWE champion, Kenny Omega. Yes. What? <laughs> JR made a mistake. It's a slip. I'm I'm surprised he hasn't 
done this more when you're calling something for so long. Um, yeah, I'm surprised this hasn't really happened much before. I got over it really quickly because the first image we cut to here is Kenny Omega with the AEW title Don Callis in a kindergarten class oh, yeah. talking to a class here. <laughs> I was like, wait, what am I missing? What's going on here? Why is Kenny talking to kids? He says... Uh, he's going to read to the class. He's reading time. They have people come in and read, and he's going to read some of his friends, the Young Bucks, book. He says, does anyone know who the Young Bucks are? And the kids don't really know. These are like little kids, mm. all wearing masks. Good for them in school here. Yeah. It must suck for kids to wear masks all day in class and trying to keep kid masks on kids. I don't Sounds like hard work. Hey, as a kid, you're told to do like a million things. Yeah, you've got to wear a school uniform. I didn't do any of them. Shirt in. You've got to do your homework. Didn't like it's that. just another thing. It's like sure, I'll wear a mask. I don't know. I bet you they just wore it for this. Maybe. <laughs> uh, all the kids at the school I walked past. It was like uh, they were all on their break in the yeah. playground. You have the to school, wear it at recess now. Back now. Yeah, they were all in their masks. Yeah, wild. Kenny's talking to some kids and says, "You know who the Young Bucks are? Well, they're killing the business." And he shows them this book, the Young Bucks book. And someone puts a little kid puts their hand up and says, "Are they in love?" Aww. He goes, "Well, they are brothers, so you could say that it's brotherly love. It looks that way. They they're family. They love each other. Yes." Uh, he goes, "Okay, let me read to the kids. Let me read something." So he goes to a passage in the book somewhere here some chapter and he goes I'm going to read this when Jericho and Kenny Omega wrestled business went up drastically oh and Don Callis interrupts and goes oh Kenny we're out of time we gotta we actually gotta leave now we gotta go so he goes oh uh, well I hope you enjoyed me reading some of the Young Bucks book he was there like two minutes what was the point <laughs> uh, Don's like look we need to get out of here and the crowd the kids the, the crowd of little kids here like maybe 15 kids, they start chanting, we hate Nakazawa, we hate Nakazawa. Yeah, because they give him Michael Nakazawa instead of Kenny. So Nakazawa's there as Kenny uh, and Don leave, and the kids start to beat up Nakazawa, and then uh, Kenny walks off. And he doesn't even grab his title, actually. The title's just left there on the chair. Yeah. but I quite enjoyed this, because it was, it was the backhanded compliment kind of thing. Like, it, it looks like he's supporting his good friends, the Young right. Bucks, and reading a book. The one the line. one line is <laughs> about, about him. <laughs> Kenny and Jericho changing wrestling yeah. forever. That kind of thing. Um, I thought this was quite funny. Yeah. Uh, and just the visual of Kenny dressed up like the, <laughs> the douche heel he is now yeah. in a school. Yeah. He's got his, like, cowboy boots on, his, like, shirt open collar kind of thing uh, I, I thought it was very funny it was definitely the kindergarten cop vibes because he's talking to little kids and the yeah. whole thing yeah, I didn't really understand it's why like, do you know what drastically means <laughs> Drast like I don't know why he was he was talking to kids but he's being a champ so he's like being a people's champ I, th I think that's yeah. what it is it's like when you're like the mayor of your town would yeah. come into school to give you a talk or you'd have a policeman talk to you about stranger danger stuff like that yeah. it's oh we've got AEW world champion Kenny Omega coming to talk to you about you know motivation and being the best you and all that kind of thing yeah and so, instead he's just like I'm Kenny Omega and I'm <laughs> fucking great <laughs> it's just it's really interesting that they're it's it's like you see all the clips of WWE when they send stars to read and, and stuff with the mm. kids and stuff so it's just like this is the champion that does yeah. that but that's the one line from the book it's such a subtle dig at and his boys kids again. if you want to see him more you can watch him in a Exploding barbed wire yeah. death match. Yeah. He knows his audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we go to, we we come back from that, and Jarrah's just like, 
good grief, the AEW champion, Kenny Omega. He makes sure he gets it right. Uh, don't know what that was. JR basically is like, oh, pff, what was yeah. that? <laughs> we go to a tag team title match. The Young Bucks putting the AEW tag titles on the line against proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz. Uh, Mama Buck and Papa Buck are ringside here um, watching their their kids have a match. Uh, looks cold in Florida. Yeah. Considering all this crazy weather recently. Uh, there's a series of arm drags back and forth, and they go counter for counter, both of the Bucks and both of Proud and Powerful, back and forth. There's like a magic killer type backbreaker move here from Proud and Powerful. Uh, MJF seems to try to get involved, and the referee decides, all of you, inner circle, you are out of here. So they're ejected from ringside. Uh, they Proud and Powerful decide to work on Nick Jackson here, but Matt finally tags in and hits a Rana, a twisting stunner. But then there's like a power bomb off like the top here. Uh, Santana does this falcon arrow off the top rope, which is just crazy for mm. a near fall. Uh, then there's a Koji clutch on Nick, but Matt breaks it up by hitting a Macho Man elbow. There's a doomsday device to the outside. There's super kicks all around, double super kicks. There's like the BTE trigger that's missed, so they like collide their own knees. Yeah, that looked painful. And then Ortiz rolls Santana backwards, who hits a double cutter on both of them. Uh, there's then the street sweeper, but Matt breaks it up at like a 2.999. Oh, he, it was super. He lands like, on yeah. the ref, essentially, to break Just it up. Just got there. Desperate here. Uh, and the finish comes with an inside cradle, allowing one... Uh, I can't even remember which buck got it, but the young bucks beat Proud and Powerful to retain the titles. And right away, Inner Circle come down and attack them. They're pissed off at this, but... Uh, fun match. I didn't think it got to quite maybe the level that they've had in the past, but it is just a TV match in the story. Yeah, I still think it did did the job of kind of reestablishing Proud and Powerful as a tag team again and going, oh yeah, these guys are great and haven't really been used enough. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the match. I agree. I, I, I think some of their earlier stuff at, towards the beginning of AEW was a bit stronger than this, but it told a story. I, I was so expecting... Papa Buck to get involved in at some point. They uh, did after, like, it, the inner circle got in his face and right. like, we're cussing him out when they took out the inner circle. It cuts to the beat down here and it shows Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers and Don Callis watching the TV, like a WWE style yeah. thing. This is such another, like, dig at, like, WWE. It's yeah. like some subtle joke here, the way they watch TV sideways. And Kenny Omega, dressed like he's in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, this like white shirt, white shirt, dangly, stringy thing, like kind of like a like I don't know what's the Princess Bride or something, right. uh, and his boots and his tight pants, and he's like, I want to go help the young bucks, and Don is like, No, 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 we got this, we got this, and then whispers to the Good Brothers like, Go out there. So the Good Brothers leave, and he says, Kenny, don't get out there. You don't want to get you know You're get the champ. In, yeah, you don't want to get involved yeah, uh, here. Yeah. So. The beatdown's happening, and finally, the Good Brothers show up as there's the walls of Jericho and salt of the earth from MJF and Jericho. Slowly trotting down to the rear. Yeah. Room. Don't, look, don't look in too much uh, haste. Yeah, commentary are like, oh, they look like they took their time to come out here. So they make the save, and Inner Circle, like, back off, and the Young Bucks are kind of like, hmm... Something's off here. Something yeah. smells funny. But they got they got MJF and Jericho on their hands at the pay-per-view. Yes. So uh, going forward, Inner Circle could still ha- potentially walk away champions soon. Yeah, I, I kind of... I think I'd have been more interested with Proud and Powerful winning this and having Inner Circle versus Inner Circle. But 
maybe we have that down the line with MJF and Jericho perhaps winning at the pay-per-view and Santana and Ortiz wanting to to chase, perhaps. Um, but yeah, that this did the job. It's it's building up to the pay-per-view. I'm I'm interested in this match. Yeah, I th- I think so. I think it'll be good. I, I feel like the Good Brothers Young Bucks would have been more of a pay-per-view money match, but I'm I think they could sell me on that. They got one more week or two, a few more weeks before the pay-per-view. You can always do that on the other brand as well, like on Impact. You yeah. don't know there's there's going to be another big one in April, so you could do a match there for the Impact Championships. Who knows? Um, so we go to something that definitely should be on a pay-per-view and it's Brandy Rhodes who says, Hey guys, uh, as you all know, I'm pregnant and I'm going to do a gender reveal. Not even Cody knows the gender. So they come on out on the stage. You were in the other room at the time and went, Brayden, you got to get in here. It's happening. Gonna, it's happening. <laughs> we're going to find out. Is it a boy or a girl? We all like, wait, what, what? It's like, quickly! Wrestling fans around the world rejoice as Brandy and Cody have a gender reveal right here, live on Dynamite. And there's a little countdown drum roll, and all the pyro go off. Let's explode pyro. (laughs) It's it's part of Kenny's, uh, sorry, Cody's entrance. So he's doing his normal, epic, bit before he comes out. All the pyro. (laughs) And it's live right now. And should she even be near all this pyro? If she's... Nah, I don't know. Well, it reveals. Are you ready? Mm. It's a girl. Oh, yeah. I'm having a girl. Cody sheds a tear. (laughs) I know he's excited. He definitely had Dusty Jr. lined up to be the name of his kid. Uh, I don't know. He seemed a little disappointed. <laughs> we're, we're being we're being assholes, but yeah, I think I think uh, any of the kids these two have will be talented and beautiful. Oh yeah, boy or girl. But uh, wow, I can't believe there was a gender reveal on a wrestling show. I hated this. What was I this? I keep like every week, and I kind of like it. It just makes me laugh. But I go, this guy's a baby face. Like these two are just doing a gender reveal with all this pyro and stuff on a wrestling show. Um, I really kind of hated it, to be honest. <laughs> so But strange. it just made me laugh. I'm like, you're so... Um, like, I feel they're so unaware. Or are of, they? Of how it comes across. Like, if it is... I, I've been saying this for 18 months now. If this is a slow build to be a heel, great. Like, this is such a great heel thing, doing an obnoxious gender reveal. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, yeah, good for you. Good for you with your great lives and your lovely house and your beautiful dog and your all your money and your cars and now you're having a beautiful baby girl. Like, good for you, Cody. You baby face. You. It's gonna be a heel and it's gonna it's be. It's gotta be. I'm like the. It's everything's about me and 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 such. But what's next? Are they gonna bring this baby out? They're gonna put a camera in the hospital. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. Very happy for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Birth. Beautiful thing. They're starting a family. That's wonderful. Yeah. I just found it. Uh, a bit gross being on the show. It's just a little weird. Yeah. It's just strange. Like, okay. I, I felt weird watching it. I was like, wait a second. It would be cool if this was on Twitter or something and you've let your fans know and everything, but it's just, and then you mentioned it on the being show. Being elite, sure. It's just weird. But yeah. It's just, is weird. Especially considering the final closing of the show where what they're talking about, like exploding death matches yeah. we're going to get to, but it's like, wait, what? 
pyro for an explosion. Gender reveal things I just find in general like super tacky. But like, very weird. Mm. Very, very weird. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes, the biggest heel in wrestling. We go to Cody now joins commentary because he's like, yeah, I'm having a baby. Yeah. And they're like, hey, congrats. And he's like, yeah, can't wait. And he's like, FTR, Matt and Mike Seidel. Yeah. that That's to do with my storyline right now. So I'll just sit out here during this. Now, yes, you did not say a wrong name there. You said Matt Seidel. And Mike Seidel. And Mike Seidel. Well, I, Cody, I guess, needs to recruit for the nightmare business. <laughs> he's like, oh, nightmare I know business. Matt, but I haven't heard of Mike Whoa, Seidel. Whoa, who's, uh, who's this guy? Uh, my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> Mike Seidel. Is it the older or I younger want, brother? I want him to split from Matt already, and I need the tag team of Mike Seidel and Ryan Nemeth. <laughs> the brothers. to happen. The good brothers. I want, I want more brothers in wrestling. <laughs> the bad brothers. I want Steve Moxley to come into the promotion. <laughs> I want Malcolm Omega. <laughs> Everyone's brother. Everyone's brother. Just for a whole new division. Fuck, Can okay. Can their YouTube channel, just the brothers. Okay, so I, it's Matt Seidel's brother. Yeah. And his name is Mike Seidel. It looks like they co- took the picture of Matt, Mike, Matt, sorry, they took the picture of Matt Seidel and just put a wig on him and said, this is Mike Seidel. You know, uh, in Arrested Development, the the dad, uh, oh, what's his name? Who plays the, the dad? Uh, not not Jason Bateman, the, yeah. like, the granddad. Yeah, he's in like everything. Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. And you know when he plays his brother, it's, yeah. it's just him, <laughs> him in, in a wig, wig, in a long head wig. That's what Mike Seidel looked like. George, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> George and Oscar. That, I legit thought that I was like they were pulling my leg here. I was like, "Come on, that's just him in a you wig." You see the graphic, and it's like, "Yeah, that's just Photoshop." And then they both come out. I was like, "Wait, there is two of them." Listen to Shot in the Dark. He's been on before <laughs> every Wednesday. Oh wait, free feed. we're not done talking about him. <laughs> we are not done talking about Mike Seidel. Uh, he comes out, which I thought he was wearing. You know, like that's in style for for guys lately. They're not purses, but the kind of a satchel, the the fanny like pack, a man bag. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was rocking that, but no. No, he's coming out with a yoga mat rolled up around his, like, over his shoulder. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why is he coming out with a yoga mat? I guess stretch immediately after your match will, will save you from injuries and stuff. But. So he comes he comes out. He's got um, stars on his, tattooed on his back because mm. he's, he's a star. Um, so... Yeah, Mike Seidel and Matt Seidel are gonna go up against FTR, and um, I could I love this guy, this Mike Seidel. <laughs> he's great. I followed him on Twitter. He loves yoga. He's just a great guy. Yeah, I want to be his best friend. Dude, go for it. Um, FTR don't don't like the Seidels very much, and uh, no Tully because of the snow. And right away, Seidel and Mike are going off with some crazy kicks and stuff. And Cody on commentary is mentioning um, the fact that, like, he, he's, he just name drops Dragon Gate Wrestling. He's like, yeah, yeah, Seidel. You know, he's a <laughs> Dragon Gate legend, essentially. Uh, Dory Funk Jr. is in the house. It's a shame Tully wasn't here, actually, mm. uh, for this. But Dory Funk Jr. is just hanging out with his wife, watching some wrestling here. 
Um, and they mentioned this face of revolution at revolution, the ladder match that we kind of briefly mentioned. I think I said Ray Phoenix, but it's Cody, Penta, and Scorpio Sky in the match already. Yes. There'll be three more added, I think, and the winner gets a TNT title shot nice. uh, eventually. Um, but back to the match. There's another guillotine rope hanging thing that we kind of saw earlier in the night. Uh, Dax hits a beautiful Northern Light suplex here. Seidel... Hits a Hurricane Rana, Matt meaning. Uh, then Matt Seidel hits like the Jimmy Rave effect, the lightning spike for a near fall. Uh, Matt Mike Seidel hits like the Orihara moonsault to the outside. He's the best. There's then uh, uppercuts from FTR, just like Dory. Uh, there's Cash who eats this turnbuckle and Matt Seidel fights back. Um, there's then like a, a power bomb and then dragon suplex. Mike Seidel goes for some sort it's of like move. like twisting splash. Twisting splash for a near fall, kind of, but the foot was on the rope. Didn't quite get all of that, says Cody Rhodes. Kind of lands on his face. It, it looked like he just... It, just landed on yeah. Cash's face. Uh, yeah, I don't Which know. It probably hurts more than the tummy, to be uh, honest. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's the shooting star attempt from Matt Seidel, but it's missed. There's the big rig, which is the Goodnight Express, the Shatter the Machine, shatter machine yeah. and it's over. FTR win this match. Uh, before we kind of go into the aftermatch, um, yeah, what do you think of Mike Seidel? Yeah. yeah, I actually quite enjoyed the match. I think FTR are always best when they're against a more high-flying team because it allows them to to ground them and really use the more traditional tag team wrestling to kind of, you know cut the corner off and isolate them and work down. I think they're always most entertaining when against high-flying team. Think the Bucks, think uh, DIY, that kind of thing. Um yeah, I quite enjoyed the match. I thought this was fun. Cody on commentary, if this was a few months ago, I'd have maybe read into it a bit more. Um, kind of, he does put over FTR and says how good he thinks they are. That whole four horsemen thing right. hasn't been brought up for a long time. Yeah. So I'm not really reading too much into it. But a few months ago, I'd have thought, oh, maybe Cody's thinking of aligning himself with these guys or something. It seemed weird why he was out there other than maybe just the gender reveal and then it's well we'll just stick you on commentary yeah and they're like you're in this match of the pay-per-view he's got to try to do again he's got so many things going on yeah it's like dude it's too much going on Shaq he's trying to sell Shaq he still doesn't know why he's fighting Shaq that's what it sounded like it sounded like he didn't know why he was fighting Shaq he's talking about other things yeah I just I feel Cody there's just too many things going on with him and you think you've announced Scorpio Sky is in this match haven't seen Scorpio Sky for ages. Yeah. Maybe give him one of Cody's three feuds, you know? If, if he's going to be in this pay-per-view match anyway, do something with him. Have Scorpio Sky come out on commentary to s- scope out the competition. You know? That's weird. It's, you've got a match with Shaq. That's that's enough, Cody. Cody just wanted to talk about his baby girl. Yeah. That's going to be coming soon. Um, future AEW Women's Champ. Yes. Whoever their daughter is one Dusty day. Junior. Dusty. Dust isn't Dusty Springfield. She yeah, Dusty singer. can be a girl's name. Yeah, I guess. It could yeah. be. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd yeah. be sweet. That'd be really sweet, actually. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're gonna make talk. We're talking about babies again. Dusty oh, Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, after this match, FTR have scissors, and they're going to cut that dirty hippie Mike Seidel's hair. Oh, but the lights go out. It's The Undertaker. 
No. <laughs> it's Luchasaurus, this video of him with the mask that was cut. The, the mask horns. is like on the floor. There's a green hue and the lights come back on. It's Jurassic Express in the ring. Brand new mask on Luchasaurus. Looks like the old one. They attack FTR for the save here. Jungle Boy puts him in a snare trap. There's a choke slam and they stand off with Marco... Um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus kind of standing tall. Yes. FTR retreats here. So, um, yeah, they announce that there's going to be a match. Yeah. I, yeah. They announce <laughs> that, I could be wrong, it's not on the pay-per-view, but maybe on TV. Uh, no, I think this is next week, I think. Jurassic Express, all three members, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco, versus all three members of FTR. Yes, you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Dax... Cash and Tully. This was one of three moments on the show where we went, wait, what? Moment one was Mike Seidel. Moment two was this. Wait, sorry, Tully Blanchard? It, we're like looking. Does that say and or with? No, it's and Tully Blanchard is having a match. Um, cool. I mean, we've seen him do the, the, the pile driver jumping off the top. I imagine he's going to be kept very limited in this. Maybe come in, throw a few jabs, and do the the pile driver. But yeah, this is fun. I, I think um, these two teams have been having a nice little feud. The Jungle Boy Dax Harwood match was great. Um, sure, yeah, I'm I'm up for this. Yeah, we, uh, we're gonna have Tully and Marco square off, which will be fun. We always you got this thing in my head that I you you mentioned that Jurassic Express are kind of like. Uh, too cool in like the attitude era. You had Rikishi and then the two the tag team there, and like they put on some pretty good matches. Obviously, I'd say the main focus of that group would be Rikishi. Yeah. Whereas here, like the big man's Luchasaurus, they got a silly gimmick that it's like Jurassic Express and dinosaurs mm. and jungle and stuff. But when it comes down to it, Jungle Boy coming out here in this sick ass brown leather jacket that looked exactly like his dad's in uh, his last movie there with uh, Leo. Right. I, it might be that jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah. It yeah, looked he looked mean. clean as fuck. Mm. And like this young kid, I, I see so much for this guy. Jungle Boy Jack Perry is one of my favorite guys to watch of, as of late. And the crowd here doing the oh, and he, he's like picking it up like, yeah, yeah, they're cheering for him. So I'm kind of getting behind this ridiculous dinosaur team. Like I totally oh, am like, I, I they're becoming, a, they, they deliver so too. Because that last match with, with the one-on-one was so good. So I'm super excited for this match. I can't believe I'm excited for dinosaurs on wrestling. Gender reveals, yoga mats, dinosaurs, wrestling's great. Yeah. Wrestling is so cool, guys. Wow. Uh, so looking forward to Tully in a match. Oh, yeah. Isn't he like 67 years old or something? I think his last match was 07. Holy. Yeah. Tully. Holy Toledo. Against Dusty Rhodes. <clears throat> wow. Mm. Wow. Uh, we go to John Moxley, a promo. He's talking to Eddie Kingston here. He says, hey, six man tonight. All this time, you could have just asked. We could have had another match if it's eaten you alive. February 26th, New Japan Strong. Kenta, I'm going to break your neck. And after that, all you sons of bitches on my list are going down. I'm going to take back that AEW title. I told you, Kenny. No running. No hiding. As long as it takes. No matter how, I'll always be after you. I need to settle the score. And the time is coming to pull that trigger. So he he's going... He's, he's, he's got multiple feuds, and he's doing it the proper way where he's like, right, look, I got shit to say to you, I got shit to say to you, and I got shit to say to you. And this week properly plugged the strong match. Yeah. Because last week it was just 
at some point this match is going to happen. You. Whereas here it was Feb 26. I thought he did say that last week. Uh, there was the date, but there wasn't where. Whereas this week he plugged New Japan Strong. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So Moxley cutting a good promo here, uh, which leads us into our main event, which is Eddie Kingston, the Butcher and the Blade versus Lance Archer, Ray Phoenix, and John Moxley. Uh, Ray Phoenix comes out with this like mask over his mask sometimes, and this new one looked so lit with like the oh, gold cool. yeah. and looked crazy, uh, like ancient. Like, I don't know, something just looked awesome. Um, and there's a giant brawl that starts here on the outside. Lance Archer does this overhead choke toss and then a belly-to-belly on the blade. Uh, Lance Archer is going for his, like, old-school rope walk thing, and he's a big dude. And then Ray Phoenix, like, helps him by running the ropes while he's doing it. At the same time, Ray Phoenix is not Like, ran past him on the ropes. Just crazy. Archer's on the ropes. It's like a little raccoon squirrel on a a, a bird, like a bird on a wire, essentially, like, flying across it here. I didn't blame Archer for not doing the the moonsault here and just doing classic old Old school. school. Because I know I wouldn't have trusted doing a moonsault after Ray just... But runs past. But me. like, how did he do that? That was just crazy. Uh, they work on Archer though. They gain advantage. The baddies here. Uh, but he hits a running crossbody to two guys to come back. Ray Phoenix tags in and just does more insane shit that I could not explain. Just flying around the ring, arm drags, crazy hurricane ranas. Eddie Kingston stops him. There's an exploder suplex. It's now Eddie face-to-face with Moxley. They're going at it. They're brawling. Ray comes back with a super kick that reminded me of, like, Marifuji here with the, like, from behind. Some, from an angle, you shouldn't be able to super kick someone, and you're still doing it. Just crazy. Uh, Moxley locks in the bully choke here, but it's broken up. Lance Archer then, like, goes to chokeslam Ray Phoenix, his own partner, who's like, hey, chokes, like, do a move on me. He chokeslams him, and as he does... Out of the choke slam, Ray Phoenix corkscrews onto the outside onto two people. Like what? What even is that? Uh, Archer then does like a, a tope off the apron to the outside again, but it leaves Mox and Kingston to settle the score. He hits. It's Kingston who hits Mox with the back fist, but Moxley comes back. He absorbs the pain and hits this paradigm shift, which is just a huge, just landing Eddie uh, Eddie on his head here. It looks crazy. This paradigm shift. This is one of the best ones he's hit. And pins spiking. Yeah, just nuts. He pins Eddie Kingston, and Moxley wins the match for his team here uh, going forward. Uh, There is some after-match tomfoolery, but what would you think of this? Another fun match. Um, Yeah, the the only kind of criticism I've had is, is this week three or four where we've had a six-man main event on Dynamite, and they're kind of starting to bleed into each other because we've had... Archer and Kingston and quite a few of them and um, Phoenix as well. So it, it just kind of felt a bit samey from the last two weeks. Um, that being said, it was fun. I think uh, Archer's really growing on me now since he's moved to babyface. I think he has such a fun style for a big guy that you don't normally see. Like he's so quick and athletic, which normally we're used to the big men being kind of, you know, lumbering and slow with big power moves. And Archer's a lot more than that. That paradigm shift was great. Um, Kind of re-establishing that feud with Kingston a bit more, just heating that up again. I thought it was a fun main event. Uh, Maybe not quite as hot as the last two six-mans we've had as the main events, but I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, uh, I really like Ray Phoenix. He can put him in anything, and he's just he's just wild. Yeah, like some of the great. stuff he is just crazy. I I see this guy needs to be like. Put, I always say the Lucha Brothers, him and Penta, are just two characters. They they stand out like their looks wise because they look like a, cl- amazing luchadors, mm. and they deliver in the ring for me. There's there's definitely money to be made with these two going forward, like Ray Phoenix and Penta, which are, who I'm missing for right sure. now. I'm missing Penta. Yeah, Penta's gonna be in that ladder match. Crazy. Do you see? He should win it. Like Phoenix Kingston Archer maybe being in that as well. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Because then you've got some feuds and storylines. One of them. We've yeah. had them have the matches a, a lot. I don't see really a kind of like an Archer Kingston match being added to Revolution, but I could see their feud continuing in this ladder match, perhaps. Well, Shaq's going to be in it, so. Shaq's in the ladder match. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) He's not actually. I'm just wrongfully predicting. (laughs) I hope. Please don't do that. Um, After the match, it's the Good Brothers who, they they run out quickly now for a beatdown of their own. Uh, Their own beatdown on Moxley. Kenny comes out again, looking like the lead. Like he's looks like he's from the seventies here with this outfit. I don't know if I love it or I absolutely <laughs> hate it. I think I I think I love it in a weird way. He's a heel, so he needs to look obnoxious. Um, and he comes out and they hold down Mox for him, and he says, "Look at you, Moxley." And they beat him up. They put the boots to him. He's like, "Yeah, I like how Kenny says you look pathetic here. Look at you." Look at you. Well, I have a late Valentine's gift, and I'm in a giving mood. Apparently, you have a rematch clause. And at Revolution, I get to name the type of match. See, if I, if we beat you up, you keep coming back. So you say you're going to put people in the ground? In the ground? Well, I'm going to put you in the ground. At Revolution, Kenny Omega, John Moxley exploding barbed wire death match you and i and i'll be the one holding the gun your time on this earth is limited and then he hits him with a v trigger then he hits him with another one but moxley gets a few shots in that bust kenny open right in the middle of his forehead here in between his eyes and they beat up moxley and kenny stands tall but yes exploding barbed wire death match Insane. Yeah, not what I was expecting at all. Um, Definitely one of those, like, wait, what moments. Um, Raising the stakes from their first, like, unsanctioned match they had. Um, I'm actually quite excited for this. I'm definitely not a deathmatch guy, but these two, um, I think they've got a lot of creativity and are going to try and put on a classic that people talk about with this um exploding death match sounds crazy thing. we did a we did a show in june for extreme month on the patreon and we did a top five extreme moments and we definitely went into we watched a bunch of death matches mm. just last this past year and uh yeah do we get uh what is it onita as the special ref for this <laughs> match he's still he, he could he could be asked to fly over and and be a ref. i think maybe this is the time to do a a death match best match ever or a exploding barbed wire oh my best match ever or something hayabusa yeah. awesome. tim more terry we did a best match ever terry funk which was we wild did. but holy shit extreme extreme they did that match before even dynamite was a thing where they just killed each other with the bed of barbed wire and it wasn't everybody's cup of tea but it definitely was a 
like a match people talk about and I think they're taking it to the next level here not just a wrestling match not just a hardcore match exploding barbed wire death match uh this is this is ridiculous but it's making me so hyped for mm. this like it makes me go wow this is ridiculous I just mentioned earlier some ridiculous things in wrestling that's happening especially on this show but then I I love it. I eat it up, and I'm definitely excited for this. Yeah, this sounds 100%. so ridiculous. Your friends are gonna go, "Hey, is Shaq wrestling on on? He's wrestling. He's in a match." And you go, "Yeah, he's wrestling on TV. It's free. Watch it." But if you like that, you want to see exploding barbed wire death match. That's on the pay per view. This pay per view is looking nuts. We've got a ladder <laughs> match, a street fight, and an exploding barbed wire death match. Um, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I really liked the headbutt from Mox as well. Crazy. I don't usually like headbutts in wrestling, but this made sense because he's kind of all his limbs are tied back, right? Yeah. So the only way he could like take a shot is by headbutting him, and it looked like he his glasses legit headbutt him because Kenny busted, busted open on the forehead. Um, yeah, I I really like this angle. Um, yeah, big fan of this, and I'm very excited for the match. Exploding barbed wire, yeah. We, we got to watch some of these old classic ones back because they are just ridiculous. And uh, hopefully not like that one with the is it Terry Funk and Mick Foley? The explosion wasn't that. It's a little bit of a lackluster explosion, but this this puts them in a corner because you gotta you gotta give us like blood and you gotta do some oh, fucked yeah. up stuff. And like I hope these guys don't get hurt because that's I need you need to see explosion. Oh, for I, sure. Like, we need to see some crazy shit. It's Absolutely. an exploding match. And Moxley is is one sick guy, and I, I and I love it. And I know, you know, when I think of Kenny, my favorite matches of him are, like, the pure, like, actual wrestling matches. But to give him his credit, he loves dang, dancing with this, like, hardcore street fight type stuff. So, oh, yeah. So this is going to be insane. This is going to be it's crazy. It's going to be nuts. This is pretty much like this feud's been going on for a, a while. They've had on and off, and we need one final conclusion to it. This is how you would do it. I think this is it. Yeah. yeah. Is this going to be kind of AEW's calling card, maybe? I don't, they've been pretty good. They've only done one cage match so far. Um, this will be their first exploding barbed wire death match. This They're sounds doing... insane. But yeah, I like it. It feels right. This feud feels like it needs a big blow off match, and why not? Yeah, uh, just just nuts. I'm I'm excited. I'm seeing the Twitch chat right now. People are talking about uh, Hackman saying he used to trade Onita tapes back in the '90s, uh, and mentions. Have you seen Renee Renee uh, Paquette's like tweets about this? She's like. You know, not this time. I saw her tweets during the first match, and yeah, she's tweeted about like barbed wire. She's not excited about this, considering you know she's she's with child right now. Yeah, his child. Uh, yeah, just crazy. I think WWE's never really done exploding death matches Mm-mm. like this, so no. it definitely gets the one up on them. But oh yeah. I can see people hating this as well, but like I, they have my interest. Oh, Look, absolutely. WWE lit a guy on fire this year. They did. So like, why not do something the next step? Explode them. Explode someone. Explode them. That's that's how you kill someone. Oh yeah. Kenny, Kenny was pretty like violent here. The way he was talking, like, hey, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he did some crazy things in the first one. I I think this is going to be insane. Very ridiculous, and I can't wait. 
So every Thursday, uh, 1 p.m., we go live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast, and we open up the phone lines to our patrons. If you are a patron of us, patreon.com slash upnext, uh, you get a call in and give us your thoughts on either Dynamite or last night's NXT or just wrestling as a whole. So we're going to go to Magan first. I'm just going to ask you to unmute. Hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Good. Um, man, we were all fools last night. I mean, I'm just gonna. I mean, this. I'm just gonna like address what happened after NXT. Apparently, Kyle O'Reilly did not suffer a seizure. It was blown out. It was. It was like some somebody at, at the CWC, CWC spread like a false rumor, and then my entire timeline went went apeshit. Part of my tongue. So yeah, apparently, we, we, it, apparently, it was all scripted. Yeah, we mentioned it. We mentioned it right off the top of this show. Um, and yeah, I, we record right after, and we were just going off. I go off by what John Cena said, but I know when certain people don't. I, I'm like you guys. I don't. I, I'm not really a journalist. I consider myself just a podcaster. And when I notice that certain people that I trust and I follow, someone like an Andrew Thompson or a John Paul, mm. for those examples, or even even your Ryan Satins, uh, that don't maybe report things, I kind of I kind of wait for that. Yeah. Um, and I kind of thought something was a little fishy when that wasn't reported. But uh, I'm just happy that it, it wasn't a, a true thing and that this was ju- he's just a really good actor and a good angle. And someone the fact that there there is fans in there and they they go on the Internet and start something like that is kind of silly to go that far. You could have just been, oh, Kyle's hurt. But to kind of take it that next kind of personal level, I didn't really I mean, like. Well, we don't know what they saw. Yeah. Like for, it could have from where they are looked like a seizure or whatever um yeah yeah i mean he he's fine it's it got blown out proportion internet twitter like things spread really quick he's absolutely fine we have seen this in the past like videos of the undertaker after a match going backstage and just before he leaves the curtain you see him fall and things like that we've had instances like this before i'm just glad he's fine yeah uh it's worrying because we all know kind of um Kyle's diabetic and stuff like that so you hear something like that and it is a worry but yeah just just a, a kind of a lesson to all of us to sort of yeah not jump to conclusions and yeah definitely and, and definitely and especially if you know we watch something that it's people putting their livelihood like on the line and yeah it's all like scripted and, and stuff but there is injuries and I, I this is all for our entertainment and i hate to see here i am talking about exploding death matches and <laughs> killing people but i don't want to see people get hurt but at the same time i i want to see some blood uh, in aw but yeah uh yeah man, he's just very good at his job he's very good at his job yeah kyle riley and, and another another thing i mean um, um about, about dynamite i mean i will catch up on it i mean i will catch up on it i hear Riho and serena deep was very good i uh, yeah that was my, my match yeah. of the evening i thought it was great yeah and on top of that i mean man renee man renee must have renee's anxiety must be through the roof knowing that moxie and omega are going to have a barbed wire cage match <laughs> on march 7th well they didn't say it was a cage did they say it was a cage because they just said exploding barbed wire death match so i don't know yeah i expect cage. more oh. of like the terry funk mick foley one yeah. rather than the exploding cages that's with, what i see it as with c4 yeah i take that back i mean so yeah it's uh it's i think it's not a cage match but i'm sure it's gonna be i'm sure it's gonna be mad and another thing too um when are Ortiz and Santana going to get going to get a chance to really shine? Because since since they've been in AEW, I feel like I mean I've been hearing a lot of good things about them being like an amazing tag team, but they didn't get enough chances to showcase what they can do. 
I mean, especially with the whole inner circle drama. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping maybe after this pay-per-view, we've got the whole implosion of the inner circle. I would say perhaps put the titles on MJF and Jericho, and then eventually you can build to a a Sammy, uh, sorry, a Santana Ortiz feud with them and going up against good big heels and more in the babyface role, I think will be good for them. But yeah, I, I agree. It's been long overdue since these guys have been featured more. Yeah. I think they're great. Yeah. They're really good. I think they'll, they'll be in a, a spot eventually where they put them in, on the titles. It's kind of like not everyone can be pushed right away. Kind of for thing. sure. Yeah. Like we were mentioning about hangman. It's like, yeah, keep them kind of there so that eventually he, he becomes that. Yeah. yeah. And I think with this team, build them up a bit and they'll, they'll be huge. No doubt. They're, they're fantastic. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you. you, Magan. Take care. Take care. We're going to go next to Jake from the Windy City. Jake, if you'd like to unmute yourself, please. I hope the Windy City isn't too windy lately because mm-hmm. of all this crazy weather. Yeah, how is the Windy well, City, Jake? Shovel, yeah. Well, I had to shovel like two feet of snow uh, like all day uh, yesterday and this morning. So it's it's kind of it's kind of an itch. <laughs> Not fun. Yeah, we're expecting. I think it's, it's just started. We're, we're meant to have snow yeah. right through to tomorrow night. So we're going to have a lot of it. Get the shovels out, guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Shovels unfortunately, in, in Texas, unfortunately, in Texas, they're getting like the brunt of it because I have a lot of um, uh, a lot of relatives that live there. And it seems like there's a lot of power outages and a lot of leaks. So I, I just feel so bad for them as well. So, well, I imagine it, it's kind of similar at times in the UK. The UK, we usually only get a couple of days of snow per year. So it kind of shuts down everything because we're not like prepared. Chicago, Toronto, we're, we're used to cold weather and snow. So we're we're a lot True, more yeah. able to deal with it. Uh, we've got, like, I guess, better heating and things like that and road clearing. I can imagine a place like Texas, even if it's not as much snow as here, it can kind of fuck you up because, yeah, you're not used to this kind of snowfall every year. Yeah, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long process a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, no, I don't mind it really, so because I, I've been a winter guy all my life, so I'm, I'm used to this stuff. So honorary Canadian, Jake. Is. <laughs> uh, what's on your mind today, Jake? Yeah, so uh, regarding dynamites, uh, I, I, to be honest with you, my heart was kind of racing uh, when I saw um, Sting uh, taking uh, taking those uh, bombs, but he looked pretty agile for someone who was 61 years old, and I, I got to say, Brian Cage is probably like the safest. Uh, worker to be uh, safest work, um, the safest worker on the planet to be trusted with that power bomb because if anything had gone wrong, it would have been a disaster. But you know, it, it was kind of it looked really smooth sailing, and yeah, like, uh, um, but I, I'm curious, like, I, um, do, do you guys still want to see like a full out match, uh, out of Sting, or do you still like you're still want to lean towards the cinematic stuff for him? Personally, I'd like something in between, think, uh, think the stadium stampede we actually got wrestling there it didn't feel cinematic in the sense of we've got a a stupid kind of soundtrack like underscoring the whole thing uh it still felt like wrestling but then they they did a few like wackier things that you wouldn't really expect in a wrestling match that's what i kind of i think we're gonna get we're gonna get an edited parking lot brawl kind of thing we're getting scorpions but we'll get we'll get actual wrestling moves i think we're gonna see sting hit some things we're gonna see sting get hit by some things that's what i think i i think we're gonna get more kind of stadium stampede than firefly fun we'll get yeah we'll get maybe some edits and some stuff but more so like an actual street fight i don't know you got to protect Sting, so maybe he gets taken out of the match early on leaving darby and he comes back or stuff uh, as long as there's no buckle bombs 
We'll be all right. Yeah. I think we'll be okay. I hope he's sure. okay. Uh, considering they let him take bumps now, he must be able to, to wrestle. What about you, Jake? I mean, what are you expecting? Yeah. I mean, you can blame out, blame that on Seth Rollins uh, for doing that because yeah, look, I will. I'm, I'm not a doctor, uh, but you, uh, uh, hopefully his spinal stenosis um, is now softened and he's, he's getting ready to go now. So um, uh, hopefully uh, it will work out. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I won't mind seeing him in a tag match. Uh, but it's like, I don't know if we're going to seem like a more of like in a main event spot, uh, maybe like closing, like closing a show, but we'll just see what happens then. Um, other than that, uh, you know, it's interesting that has been on my mind a couple, um, a couple of weeks now, uh, regarding these takeovers. Uh, I, I thought this was, if not, uh, one of, uh, definitely a top five, uh, takeovers that I've seen in my lifetime, um, in, in history, in my opinion, um, to be honest with you, I kind of like the Sunday nights, the, the Sunday nights better uh, for these takeovers and not piggybacking a WWE uh, main roster, uh, main roster pay-per-view. Uh, because like, uh, well, definitely back in the day when, you know, just John and Way just um, uh, did their rewind away uh, with uh, uh, NXT TakeOver Our Evolution, which is, mm. that was like a, a very memorable show. And I know, Braden, you, uh, I remember you uh, covering that uh, back in the day. Yep. Um, because and yeah, it was still still a memorable show, and that to me that was like the peak of takeovers uh, during I think 2014 to 2016, uh, in in my opinion. Uh, but do you guys uh, do you guys like the uh, the Sunday nights uh, better when it's not uh, piggybacking um, uh, main roster pay per view? Honestly, I I know it affects Braden more because of work, but honestly, for me, it it makes zero difference what day it is. My my weeks are so different now because I'm not working uh, at the bar. And even when I was working, my schedule was so fluid that I will say I can change it. So it doesn't really make much difference to me. I will say in the old days, we'd, we'd watch wrestling. We do a show and then we try to make last call to bars. Ah, oh, remember bars. If, if this were the old world and we got done doing a show at like 1130, that's great. Cause lately the show starts at seven ends yeah. at like nine 30. And then we finish at like 11, 11 30. And it's like, Oh, now we have all this time to do things, but we can't do anything because we're in, in a pandemic right now. So it's, I do like things getting over not so late. So that's, that's always good. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see from other people's point of views, like when I used to go to school and things like that, or, or working a more traditional job, I didn't like Sunday nights. Cause yeah. I uh, kind of I living in it. the UK, we're talking, got to wake up well it's 1 a.m monday morning to watch something and then go to work so i'd much rather a saturday night for that but honestly for me it, it really doesn't affect me at all it's just like when am i working this week okay it's sunday revolution is a sunday now as well yeah. which is they always done saturdays so mm. it's very they, they switched that as well so I, yeah. I prefer saturdays but yeah mm. um yeah uh thanks drake thanks jake thank you for, jake. Uh, for calling and hope the windy city is right. treating you well take care man all right thanks for having me guys uh I'll hopefully talk to you next week appreciate it sure. and thank you. finally we're going to someone where i'm sure there's no snow because he's always on fire it's frank sulo oh, how are you frank? fire frank hey guys what's going on what's up frank how are you doing Doing all right today. It's actually a snow day for me today where my work is closed. So I figured I'd call in and hang out with you guys. Nice. Uh, you're always hanging out in the in the chats and Twitch chats. We appreciate all the love, man. You're always supporting. And I see you rocking that up next hoodie. I've seen the photos. <laughs> you legend. You legend. What are you what are you what are you uh, talking about today? Uh, yeah, the show was pretty good last. Uh, I actually watched it this morning. So both shows I thought were pretty good this week. Uh, I think I agree with you guys that the uh, 
the Serena and uh, Riho match was probably the best match of both shows. Definitely a fun match, which had a fun ending, as I brought up in uh, the group before. Everybody was talking about JR's uh, mistake when he said uh, WWE champion. But I, I was, I, what actually cracked me up was Shivani saying, ah, the fans are standing and applauding. And it was the, the wrestlers in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> they were. It, it cut to Pillman Jr. who was like caught off guard talking to someone. And he was like, that was great after the match. So, I mean, yeah. the fans, quote unquote. Yeah. It, it, it does, was, it does yeah, make it me laugh as well during that match, just watching Billy Gunn losing his shit for Riho. Yeah. You're just like, Billy Gunn, yeah. what's happened? Billy, like, really? Just a few years ago in DX and everything. And now he's just losing. Losing his mind for Rio. He loves Rio. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that wasn't Shoney's fault. He probably was actually talking about the fans upstairs, and they show, of course, they show the Gun Club and disinterested Brian Pillman. For sure. Um, definitely. Yeah, it was kind of cool to see Sting. I wasn't expecting that as Sting. I guess they had to do something, and they wanted to show us that he could safely take a move like that, and he did it pretty well. Um, I'm actually kind of like to see Sting and Taz get into it right now for some reason, just because uh, since that seems to be the main feud, it's just Taz running his mouth about Sting. Yeah, throw um, Tully in there as well and (laughs) Dory (laughs) Funk Jr. Let's do it. Yeah, so so many. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things. (laughs) In a ladder match, why not? Yeah, with Shaq. Anything else with Shaq? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, nothing much. I would say. as far as NXT this week, I did enjoy like uh, one of those promos last night. Um, there was another video after the show showing Austin Theory uh, in the parking lot, and he was talking about how he's been on vacation for three days. That was kind of funny. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, Va- vacay vibes. Vacay yeah. Vibes. Vacay vibes. I didn't understand yeah. that. But uh, as far as I guess I'll let you guys go. Um, great show as always. Like uh, I'll join you guys on Sunday for the uh, Chamber Watch Along. Absolutely. Yes, chamber watch along and post show. Yeah. Thank you, Frank. We'll see you then, Frank. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Take Appreciate care. You. Take care. Bye. All right, guys. Take care, guys. I'm fire Frank. Yeah. Everyone knows why he's fire Frank because we joined. You have the, we have this Facebook group. Feel free to join the Up Next Facebook group because uh, there's the page, but you have to join the group. You get. You have to be invited. We'll let you in. Yeah. And uh, the chat. The chat is fire because Frank said that one time, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> and it's his thing now. The chat is always fire. The chat is always fire. The chat is in always the Twitch fire. chats with Frank, with everyone in there, and I see everyone in there as well. Uh, I see you, Brandon from New Jersey. I see you. Uh, that was AEW Dynamite. What show did you like better, AEW or NXT? NXT this NXT? week. NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did really love that women's match on on dynamite yeah this one we're kind of both at a similar level for me uh i i enjoyed both and i'm i'm just so weird that there was let's do it again a little check here dinosaurs yoga mats gender reveals exploding barbed wire death matches all that referenced and, and mike Sydal. yeah with his yoga mat oh yoga mat. yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love mike Sydal. i'm gonna go watch all his matches oh now. yeah let's do it yeah best match ever mike Sydal. sounds good yeah hey thank you for listening to us talk about aew dynamite of course up next where we talked about next he is up deep impact with davy and andrew thompson is also up that is up every tuesday join davy and andrew thompson they've been doing tuesday nights around 10 30 on the twitches when they record if you're interested in the forbidden doors of aew uh the forbidden door seems a little just open just a little creek considering kenny's a little busy right now with an exploding match so hopefully he lives and survives this match so he can go on to fight kota bushi 
with the, the, the he's he's retaining the title against Mox and he's going to have all these titles draped and he's facing Kota Ibushi. I've seen their Twitter back and forth. Kota Ibushi is <laughs> down for this match. Uh, and the Forbidden Door will be reopened. But if you're interested on some of the Impact Forbidden stuff as well, uh, listen to to you do that show with the Impact stuff. Because I know maybe Sammy Guevara will show up there one day. I know they just taped and he won't be. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Tuesday nights, 10.30 Eastern Time. Or just find it on this very feed. That's Deep Impact. But we've got more shows coming out this week on the Patreon. We have our best match ever, PWG with British Wrestling Experience's Martin Bushby. That's coming out this weekend, along with uh, new Up Yours, where we're joined by world champ Richard Waterhouse to talk all about the comedy office space. Yeah. Very funny stuff. Staplers. And then the main event, obviously, this Sunday, live on Twitch at 7pm Eastern Time. We'll be doing a live watch-along of Elimination Chamber, followed by our post-show. Yes, so look for all the shows. Patreon.com, North American tier, only five bucks to access all the past podcasts we've done. There's like hundreds of shows in this back catalog on this Patreon. All the best matches ever, was next, all that stuff. Only five bucks to support us and access so many hours of content. And we appreciate all our Patreon supporters. And we appreciate you for listening and checking us out. Give us a, a good review on whatever podcast app. We need more uh, Apple Podcast nice reviews. So if you use Apple Podcasts, go give us a nice five-star yeah. review if we're a five-star five classic. Five stars say we're nice at wrestling reviews. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Uh, at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram for all the stuff and all the stuff we post and updates and all that things. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, wow, Sting taking a powerbomb. I screamed. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.